CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. What's going on, guys? I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. What's poppin', Danielle? How was your weekend? Oh, such a fun weekend. I judged a crawfish contest, which I, y'all, I was like, I was made for this. Wait, that is your dream job, I feel. It was so much fun. It was at Cottonwood, and there were 17 teams that competed, and it was a blast. What's your criteria for judging crawfish? You know, I went by a few different things, like I'm not really big on like the creativity aspect of it because right. like I like my crawfish the way that I was raised liking them like old fashioned crawfish. So creativity wasn't a thing for me, but yeah. kind of just like the look of the crawfish, you know, you can tell a good crawfish by like the color of the shell. Like if it's yeah. like still dark or if it's like that nice, pretty red, mm-hmm. oh, you want it like that perfect, perfect, like ruby red. And then, you know, the peel, how good it peels. Okay. And then the taste, of course, I don't like a lot of the seasoning on the outside. No, we've talked about this before. Yeah. But how juicy the tail is. That is so crazy to me. Okay, so who won? Actually, the people that won last year, West End Crawfish. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just like some guys that like, like to go around and boil. So they won the year prior. So you don't actually know whose crawfish it is when you're tasting it, right? Right, yeah. It was actually a blind tasting, but it was funny because I got there and I knew a few people that were doing the boil. Oh, that's that had funny. a few different teams, yeah. So I knew two different teams and one of my friends, he went to LSU, he had raviolis in his boil, <laughs> which was so fun. It was actually delicious. I really liked it. They didn't end up winning. But my other friend, their team name was Asians and Cajuns. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah, yeah, one of the guys' names, Paul. And he, his crawfish was great. They placed second, so. Okay, that's really great. Yeah. Who else were you mm-hmm. judging with? Did you know them? Yeah, one guy, he's a food photographer. And then the other one is a food blogger, but like more of a, I would say, like a meat like he showcases like meats and like right. green egg and barbecuing and stuff like that. He's not really like a restaurant food blogger. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've talked to him here and there and stuff. So it was fun to do it with him. Okay, so change the subject. Your parents, Danielle, live in the Woodlands. Yes. But they just recently moved, right? Yeah, to the Woodlands. Yep. Okay, what drew them to the Woodlands? So the Woodlands is just like a really pretty suburb of Houston. It's really clean and just safe I think Um, and it's far enough away from Houston to feel like you're you know not in like the hustle and the bustle of Houston but has the perks of you know being close to Houston. So the reason I ask this is because last weekend Tyler's parents and my soon-to-be in-laws came in town and they were looking at moving. Yeah. But they're deciding between here and Florida and I feel like the only reason they're looking at Houston is because me and Tyler are here because every place we went it was like well you know in Florida they do this and we were like oh shoot maybe they want to move to Florida but they were sold on Cyprus okay loved it but they didn't really get like a good look at the woodlands but I think it's something that they would have enjoyed so I really want them to come back down and like retour because we're really trying to sell them on Houston yeah definitely check out the woodlands It's a great community for people that are raising a family that's a little bit, you know, slower pace. And then also, like, my parents are older, and I will say they moved here in January. They've already made so many friends. Oh, really? Like, even in COVID times, like, have made a ton of friends. Everyone's super friendly to them. And it's just, like, that kind of age group as well. Like, people that want to kind of have a slower pace and and so forth. Exactly. I definitely recommend it. I think it kind of has, like, an upper-class feel, but, like, you know, you don't have to be bougie to live there. 
Exactly. Well, that's what I think they want. They love being outdoors, which yes. you can't really do in Michigan because it's always cold. So I'm like, this would be perfect. And of course, if they moved to Florida, we would yep. visit all the time because beaches. Hello. <laughs> but obviously, we're really trying to sell them on Houston because we'd love for them to be here. So yeah. there's tons of like walking trails. There's the waterway. It's so pretty over right? there. It's so gorgeous. Pretty. Yeah. Okay. Tangent over. We're going to skirt, get back on track here. <laughs> Every single week, Danielle brings us three new date night spots from her Hangry Houstonian page on Instagram. So these all have the Hangry stamp of approval. And Danielle, you've been giving us some really interesting ones. I feel like as the weeks go on and we have gotten through like the staples. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we talked about the restaurants everyone goes to. We're getting like to the nitty gritty of these places, <laughs> which is fun. So where are we going this week? So this week we're going to three new restaurants that have recently opened first restaurant is a new Thai restaurant off of Washington, which I was super excited about because I freaking love Thai food. You do. Oh, yeah. When I was in Thailand, I was like, oh, I'm never leaving. This is great. <laughs> and also Thai food in Thailand is so cheap. So when you like come yes. back here, you're like, what the heck with it, all these prices and stuff? Anyways, the Thai food at Nara Thai, super good. I actually went there last Friday. The weather, you know, was like really bad and raining and so forth. So I got some basil fried rice with crab on top of it. Ooh. Oh, I love basil. Super crunchy fried rice. Also, they have Thai dumplings. Oh, Danielle know. and the dumplings. Okay, so they're not soup dumplings. Okay, okay, okay. Not soup dumplings, which that's what I was craving. Yes, of course. I might actually go get soup dumplings. Now that we're here. talking about it, you're going to go to Trinity Dumplings, aren't you? Well, I had a really good workout this morning, and I was like, if I can get a workout in before we record, I deserve soup dumplings. You deserve yes. it. I deserve them. When you work out for the soup dumplings. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Um, also, they have duck pad thai, which is really interesting to have duck with it because you hear about like, you know, shrimp and chicken and beef yeah. and all that stuff. But like duck's a really interesting meat to throw in there. Also, they're known for their curries. So oh, okay. Yeah. I love Thai curries. And yeah, I think it's a really good addition to the Washington area. What do you think is the difference since you've obviously had real authentic Thai food between the food in Thailand and the Thai food here? That's a good question. I mean, honestly, I really think that they're doing it pretty similar. Whereas, you know, like Tex-Mex and then mm -hmm. like authentic Mexican food, they're like, oh, Tex-Mex isn't real authentic, you know. But when I went to Thailand, I mean, a lot of the stuff was pretty much the same. Right. It's like, how do you really mess up that kind of yeah, stuff? But like yeah. the spices and everything, I'm sure is. Yeah, I mean, I, I like when restaurants like kind of give you the option if you want it a little bit more spicy or a yeah. little more subtle and stuff, because I typically like I like a little bit of spice, but like I don't want to, you know, be a dragon like my, you know, my mouth right. on fire and stuff. Need so. some Tums. Yes. <laughs> I like when you bring up Thai food or just any sort of even like Asian dishes, because I don't think to ever get that in Houston uh -huh. or like Chinese food. Like I always we talked about Indian food one time and I was like, oh, shoot, any something other than Mexican yes. in barbecue? Let's do it. That's a good date night spot. I feel like it's something a little bit more unique. Yes. What's our second spot? Second spot is a new restaurant called 13. 13 is owned by James Harden, the Rockets, former, former, former Rockets player. Mm-hmm bit scandalous but so 13 just opened recently and they are known for like having soul food i mean you're thinking grits we're thinking mac and cheese and stuff they have a dish there it is crawfish and shrimp stuffed mac and cheese egg roll yeah okay say it again slower yeah crawfish okay and shrimp okay. stuffed 
and mac and cheese egg roll. That's what I'm talking about. That actually sounds good. And I don't even like seafood. It sounds good. I know. Yeah. So good. So good. And then also, okay, so I haven't had this, but I saw it on their Instagram page. It is mac and cheese with a lobster on top. But you know, you think of like mac and cheese with lobster and you think of like the crumbly bits of lobster. Yeah. Da, da, da. This is like an entire lobster tail. It Ooh. is literally an entire lobster tail. I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, so they have, you know, your steaks. They also have like ribs. They really have like a smorgasbord of so many different things. Like yeah. soul food. You're not counting calories while you're there. You're just eating real good, real good. I've heard really good things about 13, but I thought it was going to be super scandalous because it kind of opened as he was moving right? teams and was kind of like crap talking. Yeah, I was like, are people going to go there? You I thought know, people like, would boycott. I, I thought really it, did. Yeah, but I think the food's pretty good That's so people are heard. like yeah like i'll still go like regardless of him so the food is good i'm gonna go yeah and you have to go to check it out i just thought it was interesting that it opened as he was leaving i'm like okay are people gonna like are we gonna boycott it are we going how yeah. are, how are we feeling about I'm this i'm not really sure that was the best pr move but hey you what know, are you gonna do it's, the, it's open the, yeah if the food's good the food's good so. that's all that's all hangry yes. cares about <laughs> Okay, what's our third spot? So our third spot is a restaurant called March. March is upstairs from Rosie Cannonball. It is owned by the same people. It is a restaurant where you order just a tasting menu, mm-hmm. which I think is really, really cool if you're on a date because you don't have to make the decisions. They're making them for you. It is a nine-course tasting menu, and they're all like smaller plates. Yeah. And the food there is literally art. Like, I mean, this is definitely a very upscaled restaurant. So maybe not first date unless this is, you know. You're trying to impress. The, you're really trying to impress, then you can take me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. If you're taking a girl there on the first date, you can take me out too. <laughs> uh, this is a restaurant that has palate cleansers. Oh, oh. You know, like the bougie. little palate? Yeah, so this is, yeah, this is this is definitely bougie, bougie. But yeah, I, I love the idea of having a a coursed out menu because, you know, if I'm in conversation, I don't necessarily want to think about like what I'm eating because, right. right, like if you're on a date, you're not necessarily there for the food. You're there to get to know that other person. Right. So if somebody's making the decision for you, it's a win-win. That's so much easier. Also, if you don't like something, have you ever been on a date where you order something you don't like and you get stuck having to like choke it down? Oh, yeah. And it's terrible. This is so much easier than that. And you don't have to feel like you're stuffing your face because yeah. it's smaller plates. You can just take little bites of everything. Right. If you if you like don't like it, you can be like, mm, I'm saving room for dish number nine. Dish number nine that's coming. It's also like a competition. Uh, right? You can start rating foods. I'd be like, yes. well, I liked plate Good number three points, better, yes. actually. But Pretend you're on Chopped. Right. Exactly. You're on the chopping block. <laughs> on the chopping block. But this is a very like intimate restaurant. Need reservations to go. Yeah. Great, great option. And you love Rosie Cannibal. We've talked about them before. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. I think Rosie Cannonball is great. And then it's on top of Rosie Cannonball? Yeah. Are yep. they in the Heights? Off of Westheimer and Montrose. Westheimer and Montrose. Yeah. Okay, cool. I kind of want to check this out just for myself. I mean, nine courses. You don't have to stick to anything in particular. Yeah, like, there you go. Have you ever ordered the nine? Or I haven't been I'm yet. Curious, no, like, I haven't been. I just really downloaded Hinge and Bumble, so maybe I can. Okay, find so if anyone listening is on Hinge and Bumble and you want to find it, <laughs> I'll probably now, de- delete it next week. What are we stop. talking about? Stop! I know you delete it and re-download it so many times, but listen, it you need to keep it for at least like a week. So if someone's listening, they can suggest this restaurant. That's all I'm saying. So you get on, start swiping. Let me know if you match with anybody, and we will be right back talking about a very special holiday coming up. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. 
almost cinco de mayo, Danielle. Cinco de mayo. That was the closest I, I could even, get. I was to trying an to accent. think of something to like good to come back with. I just need to like snap my fingers and be like, oh, ole, ole. I mean, ole, you can at least roll ole, your arms. Ole. ole, roll your arms. How? Your tongue does this thing. That's how I get all the men. <laughs> That's one thing that I haven't figured out how to do yet, but I still celebrate Cinco de Mayo anyways. Do you know the purpose of celebrating Cinco de Mayo? Is it like Mexico's Independence Day? That's what I thought, but I still, I feel guilty that I have to Google this. <laughs> yeah, please Google it for all of our sanity. I I'm believe Googling it's their, it. their, uh, like their Independence Day. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to say it and it be wrong. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I apologize that we don't know this. We should know this. Yeah. The 5th of May is a holiday that celebrates the day of Mexican armies, May 5. Yeah. The see, we knew over, it. Yeah. Guys, guys, don't you worry. We knew. Don't worry. We got Detroit in the house. We got Baton Rouge in the house. You know, like we're figuring it out. We're just figuring it out. It's no big deal. It's <laughs> fine. Okay. So Cinco de Mayo is the victory over France in the Battle of Puebla. Puebla. I took Puebla. French in high school. I don't want anyone coming for me. And it has served me zero good. So I wish I took Spanish because it literally has done nothing for me in life. But Danielle, you speak Spanish because... I did mission work in Honduras for years. Because and you're I a good do. person. No. Yeah, that's exactly no, it's because why. Because they made me learn it in escuela. In mi escuela. In mi escuela. In mi escuela. So, Actually, it's funny. My brother and I were talking about this the other day because he downloaded, not Rosetta Stone, but there's a there's an app, I guess. I think it's called like Duolingo, but he's trying really hard to learn Spanish. And so my sister-in-law knows a bit and then I, you know, dabble in it as well. And so we were talking to him the other day and he was like trying to conjugate verbs. I kid you not, this was like oh, Friday. No. And he was like, how do you say like the boy goes to eat and stuff and so like we were just like talking him through like conjugations and he, he knows the basis of things but you know? it's hard it is very hard you know to conjugate verbs and, and whatnot so I don't understand I did download Babbel because I'm like I live in Houston Babbel Texas yeah. mm-hmm. I should know how to speak at least the minimum amount or just of know some words you know like we want to be like inclusive when I go to restaurants you know what I mean I want to be yeah. able to help people whatever but the reason I ended up taking French was because I was a ballerina so like I already knew a lot of French words because ballet is yeah. French. And I was like, perfect. This is great. And then I moved to Houston and now I'm screwed because I keep in my brain mixing up French and Spanish words or I say Spanish things with a French accent or French things with a Spanish. It doesn't make any sense. And I can't roll my R's. So I mean, this story might be inappropriate, but uh, we, we can cut that out if that's, <laughs> if that's the case. No. But, so when I went to France when I was 17 with some of my girlfriends, we were like going on a senior trip, basically, and I knew no French. Right. Only French I knew was from Moulin Rouge. Oh, so voulez-vous coucher avec moi? moi. Soit. And so first day we get there, we're on the balcony and we're like all in the hotel room and I see some really hot guys across the, no. across the way. And so I'm like, y'all watch this. No! And I like open up the doors. I mean, like I am, you know, Rapunzel, okay? Like on the balcony and I'm yelling, <laughs> And like the boys are like, yes, yes. And my friend Brighton, she was like, get inside right now. And I was like, what? Like, what? What? She was like, you just asked them if they wanted to get in bed with you. And I was like, what? That was like, wait, what? And she was like, you just asked, do you want to come home with me tonight? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what? You know what? It's a living. It's live and learn. It's a, <laughs> Thank you, Moulin Rouge, for I mean, not helping me out with my French. <laughs> thank you, Christina Aguilera, yes. for teaching Danielle to say inappropriate things yes. at a young age. Um, at least you, like, 
tried though. I gave it my all. You gave it. You like yeah. you left it all it worked. on the field. I mean, like, well, the boys were like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and I was like, and picking we're, up the boys, and we're going inside now. Okay, that is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can picture it. Like knowing oh, you. I, I mean, like Rapunzel balcony, like. Oh. No, Danielle, come inside and sit down. Yeah, uh, we so need to have a lesson. Tail down. Yeah. God, that Stick is so funny. Okay, so. Some of us know Spanish. Some of us know French. We're a mess over here. But in any case, no matter what language you speak, we always celebrate Cinco de Mayo because it is fun. And Danielle, it's on a Wednesday this week, which either sucks or is great, depending on how you choose to celebrate. So what's happening around Houston? What is Houston doing? Yeah, so there's different bars and different restaurants, of course, that are going to be celebrating. I chose just a few that are more notorious in Houston, like yeah. Hugo's and Sochi. They're okay. owned by Chef Hugo, who I've talked about before. I literally just, this man is just the sweetest Amazing. thing ever. I love supporting his restaurants and him. He's just a doll. So at Hugo's and at Sochi, they're having the same sort of offerings. They're doing half off of their famous margaritas, mm-hmm. which is, Ooh. I mean, a good deal. Half off is, yeah. I, mean, I think that's a pretty good deal. Also, they have a three-course agave cocktail paired menu for $60. Wow. I know. I was like, okay. Also, they're doing a takeout kit, which remember last year at this time, all the kits were really popular, right? The take home and stuff. So a kit for two, for two people is $85, which I don't think is, is really bad. I mean, I think that Hugo's and Sochi, I mean, arguably has some of the best Mexican in town and I love, love supporting them. So if people are out there looking for food options, definitely would check them out. I mean, again, there's El Tiempo, there's Lupe Tortilla, there's Los Tios. I mean, there's restaurants out there that have great Mexican food that, of course, are are good options and stuff. I just thought this was great because Hugo, I feel like he's like king of Mexican food in in Houston. And then also the fact that they're offering those to-go menus and then their marks are half off. Uh, You know, it's a great idea. That's an amazing deal for the half off marks. And the rest of it, like, remember, to-go kits were Huge for a hot second, like in the midst of 2020 quarantine lockdown. And it was a brilliant idea. And I think that's something that will hopefully continue even after the pandemic is over, over. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? I think people will still. Which I love that. I do too. I think it was a great idea and it was a great way to be able to bring the food home and then make it later so you didn't have to like eat it while it's hot, eat it while it's hot. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, it really helped restaurants like stay afloat during such, you know, a horrible time. Exactly. So. Okay, perfect. Love that. What's the next one? The next spot is the Annie. So the Annie, if you remember, is Ben Berg, one of his restaurants. They are having a mariachi band. Mm. They are having pinatas and all kinds of stuff. It starts at 4.30 okay. on Wednesday, which I thought like this would be a good option if people are like looking for something, maybe just like a little bit different because I feel like it's not your typical Mexican restaurant, you know, like it's not, it's not going to smell like fajitas rolling through there. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to smell like fajitas, but it, they are going to have like the Mexican flair and, and so forth. You said pinata. That's all I needed. Right. And I'm actually, that's where I'm going to be on Wednesday. So... Ayo. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing um, a fun brunch with some girlfriends and stuff. Or I say brunch, uh, lunch with some girlfriends. So thought that was going to be really, really cool. I'm excited to go there um, and, ex- you know, celebrate Cinco de Mayo with them. And you're doing it actually on Cinco de Mayo. Then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing anything the weekend before, the weekend after? Or are you, you know, just like- I'm not sure. I know that some other places have some stuff going on. Let's see. Holman Draft House. Tequila's has a party. But I think it's mainly like stuff that's on Cinco de Mayo. Like Tequila's has a 
$2 Jello shots, $5 Mexican candy shots, uh, $7 margaritas. So other people have stuff, but it's it's on Cinco de Mayo. Holman Draft House has a thing that they're doing there as well. Have you been Holman Draft House? No, I haven't. Actually, wait, what street is that on? It's on Mid- it's in Midtown. No. It's in Midtown, but it's like actually really nice. Is it like almost all outdoors? They have like very big windows, so you kind of feel like you're like in an atrium outside. Okay, then in that case, I believe I have, and I think I went on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. I feel like Cinco de Mayo is one of those days that you have to celebrate on the day of. Because there's things like St. Patrick's Day you could do the weekend before, the weekend after, but like with you're celebrating on Cinco de Mayo, something very specific that happened on that day. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I feel like, yeah, St. Patrick's Day is the same, but like... People are more... Inclined just to keep partying. Yeah, it's like yeah. lenient when it comes to that. And then Cinco de Mayo is like, no, we're celebrating on this day. Yeah. Also, you said Mexican candy shot, and I don't know what that is. What? What is that? I say that now. I'm like, I don't know. I have no clue what it but is. But you've had I've, it a million I've, times, yeah, I've, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I've just been drinking it a lot lately. Wait, I need to like look it up. Mexican, Mexican candy, candy shot. shot. Yeah, it's, they're kind of, they have like, well, some places will put like tahini on the outside of it. I mean, yeah. they're really good. Oh, they my, look really my good. My friends have been ordering them lately and I'm like, woof. Mexican lollipop candy shot is a tequila and fruit juice based cocktail. Yeah. Sweet and spicy flavors. Yeah, it's sweet and spicy. Yeah. Oh, so maybe like the drink is a little sweeter, but then they put the tahini on the outside. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really good. I like that. Well, then I guess you can't do anything the weekend after anyways because you're going to be recovering from your surgery, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You're like, Cinco de Mayo is like my one last two rob. Literally. <laughs> no, seriously, though. I'm like, yo, let's uh, – should I show up hungover? For my- no, I'm kidding. Yeah, can I'm you just kidding. I'm just kidding, Jesse. You're no. like, yeah. I'm like, mm, <laughs> you put the, can you put the IV in early? Like, yes. I'm going to need some fluids. Actually, that would be a good day to be hungover because you're going to have the <laughs> IV in anyways, <laughs> so you're going to feel fine. You won't even need to drink water or anything. Yeah. I mean, you're golden. That's hilarious. Do you have anything else? Yes. Washington Street, I feel like, always has, like, a a block party. For any of them, right? They have, like, the St. Patrick's Day Mile, you know, Mm -hmm. they call it. So, for Cinco, they have the Cinco de Mile. Oh, cute. Cinco de Mile. And the restaurants that are participating in this are Sporting Club, Clutch, Sugar Room, Concrete Cowboy. (gasps) Yeah, and All so faves. yeah, and then they're gonna have uh, live ponies, live monkeys, what? Stilt walkers, Instagram installations, what? Forkload dancers, games, drink specials at every bar, mariachi bands. What? Wait, you said ponies, monkeys, and a mariachi band? Yeah, and this is on actually Cinco de Mayo. Yes. What time? It's Do from, I need tickets? It's from 4 to 2 a.m. The first 100 people are free, but then if you don't get there within the first 100 people, then it's $5. Oh, my God. I'm going. I'm so excited. You can you can find the link on um, Eventbrite. Or if you just type in, like, events in Houston for Cinco de Mayo, it'll pop up. Like the, or <gasps> type in Cinco de Mayo, Houston. I am so excited about this. You, oh, my God. You just made my whole day. I don't even care about the Mexican candy shot. There's going to be a live pony. Yeah. Like a mini pony or a big pony. I don't. They, it doesn't uh, specify. It doesn't specify the yeah. size of the it's pony. Not, it's not specified. I don't know why I thought you would knew the answer to that question. Um, I bet it's not a large like. So I can't ride it. You know. Yeah. Um, I doubt they're going to allow people to get on it and ride the pony. If I've had a couple Mexican candy, candy shots, shots. Probably still no. I might get kicked probably, out. It's okay. probably going to be a no. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. I'm going to think about this pony for a minute. And when we come back from the break, we are going to talk about some places that you might actually be able to get a Mexican candy shot because we're going Bayou Bar Hopping. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It is Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Hangry Houstonian on Instagram. Hey, Danielle. Hi, Jesse. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up? 
We just want to remind y'all that we are no longer on Radio.com because Radio.com has switched to Odyssey. So if you already have the Radio.com app, good news, it just switched right over. If not, you can download it from the App Store. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. And then you can favorite us. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Subscribe, share it with your friends, and Danielle will bring you all sorts of suggestions on date night spots, different restaurants to go to, bars to go to, cocktail recipes. I mean, Danielle, we have it all, really. How to live your best life. Just ask us. How to live your best life in Houston. Your best life, your best foodie life, the girl to go to is Hangry Houstonian. So if you don't already follow her on Instagram, make sure you do that. And then we also put up a, well, I should say Danielle put up a, because she is the Instagram (laughs) go-to, a page for our show. It's Hangry Girls Podcast, right? Yes. So if you guys want to give that a follow, we'll be posting some behind the scenes stuff of us recording the show and just doing fun, goofy things. Just hanging out, being friends in real life. People, I feel like, don't realize we're actually friends in real life. I know. We're like going to hang out together tonight. Seriously, we're we're going to do things tonight. We're doing fun things. Yes. I feel like people always think that. You're like, oh, you're coworkers. I'm like, no, 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 we're friends. Oh, no, no, no. We really <laughs> like each other. She's fully, she's We funny. actually she's love really each nice other. Don't life. don't think otherwise. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to give that a follow, we'll be posting lots of stuff. You can ask questions to Danielle's page, to the Hangry Girls podcast page, whatever you want. Make sure you favorite us. And then you can also let us wake you up on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650. All you have to do is talk to your Alexa, Google Home, and say, Alexa, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on Odyssey. Okay, that was a lot of things we had to get through. On Odyssey. Let's take a breath. Danielle, we're going Bayou Bar Hopping this week. Where are we going? Okay. I am so pumped. She just threw her mask in the air. Where are we going? (laughs) (laughs) I am so pumped to talk about this new spot. Okay. Now, I wouldn't necessarily say that it is a, just like a a, a bar. Okay. You think bar, right? You think like you're going to get all dressed up and like, you know, walk into a place that like X, Y, Z. You think of like a bar. This is a swim club. (gasps) <gasps> that has a bar. And if you think of like a Miami pool, like, a, you know, the, you think of like the Miami pool parties and stuff. This yes. is like kind of what it's trying to be. Okay. So it's called El Segundo. It is in Edo. Okay. And they have created a kind of like oasis out there. I mean, there's a pool, there's like pool chairs, there's cabanas. I mean, it is, it is really, really cool. So I went last Saturday for one of my best friends, Rochelle, her birthday. And it was so much fun. We got a cabana and cocktails and like all the things. We got in the pool. And I mean, it's pretty big area. I mean, yeah. like we had a lot of fun. Music was going. We were taking shots. Like we were raging. Like so it was so fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's $20 to get in. Mm-hmm. You can buy your tickets online. If you want to get a cabana, it's $300. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a big group with you and you're like, hey, let's split it. Like, honestly, it's not horrible. Like, I no. like the idea of having the cabana, which is really cool because they're old um, shipping containers that they built out into cabanas and stuff. So that's cute. Yeah, it was really cool. It's 21 and up. No kids. Woo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, I actually had some people um, messaging me. I threw a little story up on um, Instagram about it and I had some people message me about it. And they're like, can I bring my kids? And I was like, no, no. I didn't mean uh, to I show, say I, like, sent, I sent them some videos of like some girls like twerking in the water. Like you don't want to like, bring. You might not just, you might not want to do that, you no. know? I love kids, but I also love the places that know the time and place for kids. And I'm sure those parents are like, got it. Like yeah. they're not upset about it, you know? Yeah. So 
it's a really cool idea for birthdays. They're going to be open all summer. Also, they have like they do yoga, so you can sign up to like do yoga there and then like get into the pool. They have like classes and so forth. So if y'all are listening, look them up on Instagram. It's El Segundo, and it's it's a really cool thing to do like on a Saturday. You want to like hop at yeah. the, go to the pool and stuff. I so. didn't even realize we had this in Houston. It's brand new. Well, I say brand new. It, it opened up like late 2019, and then obviously 2020, it, it wasn't really popping. Right, um, you know, right. mid mid pandemic, a uh, public pool, but now it it definitely was busy. They have a um a capacity limit as well, and so but they only a sell a certain amount idea. of tickets. Yeah, I met the owner. He was a nice dude. Um, and then they also do like bottle service and stuff. So, mm-hmm. well, even I, honestly, it's not expensive at all. Twenty dollars for a ticket is great. I you think can that's spend, you can genius. spend all day there. It's like a Vegas day club. That's so much fun. And the fact that they do classes, I also just. Did the math because I can't do math in my head. But if you have like seven friends and you want a cabana, that's less than $50 a person. Yeah. Like that is good for, you know, I just took my sister to Scottsdale for her bachelorette party and they have the exact same thing. They have these day clubs that are pools, but the cabanas are minimum like three grand. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Like it's so much money. Then there's a minimum food and drink spend. Like that's why everyone should come to Houston because we have things like this for $300 for a cabana, which is amazing. This sounds fun. I'm excited. I'm yeah, going to look it up on Instagram as you talk about the next place. So yeah, it's definitely like a really cool option for a weekend or a birthday, something to celebrate or just, you know, I have nothing to do on a weekend. What should we do kind of thing? So. Were you celebrating this past weekend when you went? Yes. Yeah, so we were celebrating oh, my Rochelle. friend Rochelle's birthday. Rochelle, yeah, okay. her, it was her 30th. But honestly, like I actually ran into two of my girlfriends that were there and they were just happy to be there to be there. Okay, I'm looking at it online. It actually looks really cool. Isn't it cool? Like, I mean, it it really is nice. It looks like a lot. Also, this is great for everyone that lives. Like, Danielle, you live in a townhome. You don't have a pool, right? Exactly, which is, I mean, one of the worst parts about it is the fact that I don't have a pool. I feel like everyone in Houston should have a pool to go to. And knowing that I can pay $20 to drink and be in a pool. Yeah. And not be, this. okay, I swear I love kids. But to not be Uh (laughs) splashing. When you go to a pool club and all the kids are jumping and doing cannonballs and you're like, yeah you're like no i want some like edm music some like adult time yeah so man the cabanas really are shipping containers that's pretty right i think it's pretty cool so i love this okay cool i'm excited about this one what's the next spot so the next bar is a literally brand new bar opened up last week it's called cherry bar (gasps) i saw pictures you saw pictures of it yeah so it used to be a bar that i used to love called the nightingale room and so it's funny because now they've completely changed it out and it's this 80s shiny red this and that. And it's so funny because like the bones of it, right? I'm like, I have so many memories in here, but now it's like everything's like 80s and glitz and glams and disco balls and this and that and stuff. So it's so funny. And I mean, I'm really excited for this new bar to, to open and everything like that. But it just it's just really funny that this is the bones of a, of a place that it's I used weird. to go to every single weekend. So I know it's right below the Captain Fox Hearts Bad News Bar, yes. which I love that place. Yes. And it's near, it's walking distance from like Bovine and Barley, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. which is great. But I obviously haven't been yet, but I saw the pictures, I think on the Cron, because we were talking about it on the morning show. And I saw like zebra glitter, yes. you know, pictures of Prince and Madonna and yes, David all Bowie. the 80s and stuff. Heck yeah. Super cool. I and then there was that. like a spinning disco ball that was shaped like a, I think it was a unicorn. Yep. Which I thought was so fun. I love places that have interesting decorations because when people come to Houston and come to town, they like seeing those 
kinds of things. Well, you know, it's funny because in the time that I've lived here, seven years this summer, the bars have changed so much from just like a bar being a bar. Yeah. And now it's like bars. And we've talked about this before. Like bars have to step up their game and now they have to be like something cool, something fun. Something Instagram worthy. And so like this bar is literally like glitz glam Instagram worthy has thrown up all over it. Which is so fun that now there's this 80s because Unicorn Disco is like a 70s theme bar. Yeah. And now we have this. Like there's just so much going around Houston right now. I feel like we really started to come out of this pandemic with so many more brilliant ideas and places to go to, which is so fun. Yeah. They actually invited me in for a media preview. So Oh, fun. When are you going to do that? Yeah. Gosh, I forgot the day, but we'll we'll go. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. And then I can't wait to hear about it. Okay. Yes. Perfect. So one more spot on Bayou Bar Hopping? Yes. Okay. So there is another place downtown. It is called, I might pronounce this wrong, (laughs) uh, Stark Room. Okay. S-T-A-R-C-K. Stark? Strack? Yeah. Stark? Stark? Anyways, um, (laughs) so I saw this bar. It's kind of like a nightclub, but it's like very small. Like think of it as like a super small nightclub. Influencer that I love to follow. Her name's Kate Davis. She celebrated her birthday there and I thought it was super cute. It's like I said, it's small, intimate club vibes. Um, They like can change the colors of the walls oh, and, cute. and stuff. But it has like a glamorous vibe to it. Like mm-hmm. if a girl created a club kind of thing, like a oh. lot of like golds, a lot of like blacks, but like whites and white, gold and blacks. Like, I don't know. I think it's just very sophisticated looking and, and so forth. And so you can do bottle service and all that stuff, which it kind of feels like almost like an underground spot. Like not a ton of people are talking about it, but I think that's like their, their thing. So yeah. Like, it's kind of like exclusive, which I'm pumped to go to because, you know, I mean, that those are the, the cool bars. Like at the beginning, of course, you know, the ones that are exclusive and not a ton of people know about. But obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, now you know. And then all of a sudden, everyone starts going and they're like, oh, oh. Hank Houstonian told us to come here. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I've done like TikToks and people are like, why did you, why are you talking about this bar? Now everyone's going to go to it. I'm like, I'm sorry. Like the owners want us to yes. talk about it. The owners want that publicity. You know, we might not want it but like at the end of the day business is business so mm. well also if you want your favorite bar to stay around people have to come exactly to it. Like money has to be made somehow right yeah the bill? i know i get a bunch of slack when i talk about sugar room they're like oh it's supposed to be like a small private bar i'm like uh let me tell you after i posted that first tiktok the owner personally messaged me and was like anytime you come in i'm so grateful like whatever you want like you know what i mean yeah like so grateful that i came in well like i said if you want your favorite bars to stay open either you need to start spending a thousand dollars every yep. time you go yep. or other people need to start coming in like that's crazy yeah and that's why you support businesses like that because they need it which mm-hmm. is great okay before we go down a wormhole here let's pause and take a break because i want to get down the wormhole of what's going on in your dms coming up next and i'm sorry for what i said when i was hangry I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. We need a Cinco de Mayo cocktail of the week, Danielle. Pink Senorita. But will you teach me how to roll my R's? Like, I I'll never I understand. Think it's just a few, you, you got it or you don't. But you Arr. you do it at the front of your mouth, like Arr. at your teeth, and I don't understand. My stepmom can't do it either. I feel like it's it's genetics. Either yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think you can do it. Or it's like you can do it or you can't. You know how uh, people can either turn their tongue yeah. mm-hmm. or you can't? Yeah, so I can like taco, mm-hmm. but I can't like call like, you know, four leaf clover it. I do it. Danielle and I are just you sitting literally here. literally have, have a microphone, microphone in, in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle and I are sitting here sticking our so tongues out at each other. other. Okay, wait, watch now. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, do it I do looks it? good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things I can do and apparently some things I can't do, but it's fine. We'll work on it. Okay. Say it again. What are we making? A pink señorita. A pink señorita. <laughs> For Cinco de Mayo, which is coming up on Wednesday. So, Danielle, what is involved in this? All right. You need tequila, cranberry juice, pink grapefruit juice, Ooh. simple syrup, and a mint. That sounds refreshing. Yeah. So all you need is four ounces of that tequila, four ounces of the peak grapefruit juice, a splash of the cranberry juice, an ounce of simple syrup, and one mint. Shake that all together and you got it. Pour it over ice and enjoy your senorita. Easy peasy. This to me also sounds like something fun. I like when drinks you can put in like a pitcher if you're going to do like a celebration. So for anyone that's doing a Cinco de Mayo celebration with their friend group, if you have any of those containers, I got one from Target. It's plastic and it was like $10, $15. Yeah. Perfect. But you can fill it up with a drink like that and just put the mint leaves in it and let people pour it out. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. You could also change out the, if you don't want tequila, you can change that out for vodka yeah. or something else. Like you can really make this your own. Super interchangeable, which is great. For sure. Yeah. I love this one. Okay, great. Well, if anyone has any other suggestions for cocktails of the week, please just let us know. You can slide into our DMs. You have a lot of options here. Obviously, I'm sure you already follow. And if you don't, you need to get on it. Danielle at Hangry Houstonian. And by the way, just going to point this out here because Danielle and I were just doing this off the air. She has a TikTok page and it's really, really fun. And she posts these behind the scenes videos of all the bars that you might want to go to and the drinks that they have. And I don't know, when I go to the bar, Danielle, I usually order like a rum and Coke or something. But you post the videos on your TikTok of the specialty drinks. Yeah. That I feel like no one ever orders. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I went to Drift on Sunday for the first time in like almost two months. And they have new specialty cocktails there. They have a Topo Chico. (gasps) It is a Topo Chico cocktail. Jesse. Oh, my word. I got the pomegranate one and Uh my friend got the watermelon one. I was like, holy smokes, this is delicious. And I am normally not one to get a specialty drink, but I saw it and I was like, hmm, well, I'm going to try it out. I need to try more specialty drinks out. True. Justice for the specialty drinks. I don't do it either. But when you go to those bars and places and you post about it on TikTok, I love it because then I go there and I just show them your TikTok and I go, Uh what's that one? Can you make me that one? Show them thy TikTok. Yeah, just show them your, and it's Hangry Houstonian on TikTok as well, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Perfect. Okay, in any case, Hangry Houstonian on Instagram, on TikTok, you can slide into her DMs. Myself at JessieWatt965, and we also have a podcast page called The Hangry Girls Podcast. You can ask questions on there, give us a follow, and we'll be posting some fun behind-the-scenes stuff of Danielle and I doing fun things. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Okay, Danielle, you have a really important week coming up after Cinco de Mayo, don't you? I do, yeah. What's going on? I am having my, gosh, I don't even know how many surgeries I've now had for endometriosis, but this one will be like my, I've had multiple surgeries in regards to this issue, but this will be like my third specifically targeted endometriosis surgery uh, within the past year. I feel like we kind of randomly like sprinkled it into our conversations and talked about it that you have this big surgery coming up but we haven't really like sat down and talked about what's actually happening and now it's coming up and I asked Danielle because I knew people were talking to you about it too do we talk about it do we not and you were like you know what not a lot of people know about endometriosis or that you even have it 
Yeah, well, I think it is it is a disease that cripplizes so many women and no one really talks about it, which is interesting. You know, like I'm not trying to compare it to other diseases that people might have, mm -hmm. but like this is a disease that more women have it than people realize. And it varies between so many different people. You can have it and not know that you have it. Mm -hmm. Or you can have it and have horrible side effects from it. I mean, unfortunately, like I do. And so I just want to bring like awareness to it because you know, I also think that like my life, if you look at Instagram, it's like, man, this girl's kind of living in the dream, right? Mm -hmm. Going to restaurants and doing X, Y, Z, going to bars and this and that and stuff. And I think that it's very important for people to understand that like everyone has something that they don't talk about and a chapter in their life that they don't read out loud and stuff. So not to make this like kind of like a, a, a moody topic, but no, I think it it's, it's like a, yeah, but I think that it's important to know that like, even though people's lives might look like very nice and peachy on any sort of social media, like people are going through stuff. So this surgery, I'm very hopeful and optimistic that it will be successful and it will be good going forward. Exactly. And then your recovery time is how long? It just kind of varies depending on what they find when they go in for surgery. So I have endometriosis, but I have what also is called adenomyosis. And so really they're going in to remove the adenomyosis, which is on the inside of the uterine wall. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it's a very complicated surgery. So last year I had an endometriosis removal. Last year it was about two to three weeks before I was like really moving around and stuff like that, kind of catching my stride again. So I like to think that that's going to be the same with this surgery, but, but because it's on the inside, not the outside, it makes it a little bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping by like, three weeks I'll be you know back in the studio feeling better well I love that you're so open to talk about it because I think no matter what you're struggling with I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are struggling with endometriosis but you're right I think everyone sees on Instagram and social media gets the best version of us oh, you know for what sure. I mean you know it's interesting because I have posted about my struggles and mm -hmm. I've had I mean like a lot of people message me and say, oh, I have it too. Or, oh, I've struggled with it for years too. Like, it's so refreshing to hear somebody that's like in your position talking about it. And I'm like, yes, like, let's all relate. Like, you know, there's people like to relate to people in ways of not just food or not just lifestyle yeah. in Houston. But it's like, yeah, like I'm, I struggle with horrible, you know, endometriosis issues and stuff. So yeah, that's kind of what people have been talking about in my DMs and so forth. Well, it's just knowing that you're not alone is always really nice. And the yeah. fact that you can be so candid and say, I mean, Danielle, like, you struggled with so many side effects and symptoms from it. Like you've been in a lot of pain. So I'm personally, I'm like, someone help her. Like get this <laughs> surgery. I'm hoping that it's hopefully really helpful for you. But I know that that has to be super, super refreshing for your followers. And even if you're not dealing with endometriosis, but you have something else going on. I think sometimes it's hard to look at people on Instagram and be like, oh, they're living such, you know, this great life. Yes. And it's refreshing to have someone like you, Danielle, who does talk about it and post about it and say, hey, listen, you're getting the, the highlight reel. The highlight reel. And that's everyone's. I, you know, I'm not posting yeah. me crying in the bathtub. I'm right. posting me like out drinking at a bar. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that like, you know, we don't talk about mental health enough in this country. Like I am such a proponent for that. You know, mm -hmm. like I, my background, like I studied psychology and sociology in yeah. college. And like, I so wholeheartedly believe that like the conversation of mental health is not talked about enough. Like this is, you know, we have all these rights and these movements and this and that. But I think that like, also like if we talked more about like mental health and the reasons behind a lot of the crime in the city and yeah. this and that like we and it goes back to mental health like I think that, that could be a really you know that's just like a pain it's a pain point for a lot of people 
And so when you talk about things that are really going on in people's lives, it kind of helps with the authenticity of, of people and like, you know, stuff is going on in people's lives. So it also validates your feelings. And I just feel like half the reason we're on this earth is to be supportive of each other. Oh, like, yeah, everyone needs someone to lean on. And if you can't lean on someone else, what are you here for? Or if someone can't lean on you, what are you here for? Yeah, no, you know I, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So I know that's a, a really great thing. And maybe that's something we can even talk about more on the show is just mental health and Oh, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? I've really, you know, it's been a tough year. It's crazy, Jesse, that you met me like literally during the hardest year of my life. So I apologize for that. You know, it has has always friendship. Yes, it hasn't always been like that. Um, But, you know, there's good things that can come out of hard times. Absolutely. So, you know, what, what do they say? Like pressure makes diamonds. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's true, though. So, you know, keep in mind that Danielle and I are we're here and we're real. So if you ever feel like you need to talk to somebody, our DMs are always open. Yeah. No, I'm for sure. Like the first person to be like, hey, like, yo, sis, call me like life ain't always Instagram worthy. The filter. Valencia is not in real life. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. All right, Danielle, we have a minute left. So let's go through all the addresses of the places we talked about today. We do this every single week just to make it easier on y'all. So first thing we did was go through some day night spots. Our first spot was Naratai at 4601 Washington Avenue. Second spot was 13 James Harden's restaurant at 1911 Bagby. And then our third spot was the new restaurant March Above Rosie Cannibal at 1624 West Timer. Perfect. And then we got excited about Cinco de Mayo coming up on Wednesday. Cinco de Mayo. We talked about Hugo's and Sochi. Hugo's is located at 1600 West Timer. And then Sochi's downtown at the um, next to the Marriott Marquis. Our second spot was the Annie Cafe and Bar at 1800 Post Oak Boulevard. And then we talked about the Cinco de Mayo, which is off of Washington Street. And they're starting at Sporting Club. Yay! So just drive down Washington and you will see it. You don't need a specific address. You can't <laughs> miss the stilts walker. Yes, that's exactly. For sure. <laughs> okay, and then Bayou Bar Hopping, we started at our pool party. Our pool party was at El Segundo at 5180 Avenue L. It might look a little sketchy around there, but just trust Fine. trust the process. Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> it's really cool inside. <laughs> our second spot was Cherry Bar at 308 Main Street. And then the third spot is the bar that I'm not sure if I can pronounce correctly. <laughs> but it's star, I think it's Stark Room at 2450 Louisiana. Perfect. And then we did our cocktail of the week, which I already forgot. Senorita. 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 Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> and of course, if you have any questions, suggestions, please cite it to our DMs at Hanger Houstonian, at Jesse Watt 965, and then at the Hanger Girls Podcast. Danielle's surgery is coming up next week. So if you happen to see her post on Instagram, make sure you wish her the best of luck. And Danielle, we all love you and we're thinking about you. And we know that hopefully everything's going to be better moving forward. Te amo. Te, te quiero. I, te, I love you. I love you. <laughs> te amo. Te quiero. We want to give a big thank you to our executive producer. Sarah Frazier. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys.